So why is there limited methods of ethics education for nurses, and how can this problem be addressed? Well, let's find out with Stuart Downs, Chief Operating Officer at Wellstar Health System, as we discuss how to develop nurse leaders with moral muscle through ethical self-assessment. This is Today in Nursing Leadership, a podcast from the American Organization for Nursing Leadership. I'm Bill Klaproth. Stuart, it is great to talk with you. Thank you so much for your time. So let me ask you this first. Why is there limited methods of ethics education for the continued moral development of nurse leaders? First of all, thank you so much for the opportunity to share our insights and our work related to ethics and nursing leadership. In response to your question, my sense is that two things are happening. First, when people think of ethics education for nurses, it tends to be clinical ethics education, namely helping them identify, think through, and solve moral dilemmas at the bedside. This education in particular often happens in academia during the nurses' educational programs. So we prep nurses on ethics materials to be nurses at the bedside, but then we never really go back and teach again about ethics education for nurses, maybe once that formal academic preparation is complete. In my particular organization, we take a little different approach. We actually offer nurses a four-hour ethics class and then offer those courses over their careers. The challenge with all of this education, as one might imagine, is that while it's good for bedside nurses, is that it does not really address the moral development piece of nurse leaders and thus our need to create um, our program. Secondly, I would say that most leadership development programs, not just of nurses, but of all healthcare leaders, lack an ethics component. A number of them figure that most people in leadership are moral people, so they have that stuff maybe down pat already. What we know is that they do not, and we need constant work as leaders in the ethics space to help guide us along our professional journeys. Secondly, most nursing leadership development programs, or at least the ones I've seen, simply give a nod to ethics materials and do not really delve into what an ethical leader looks like and how they can continue to grow as a moral leader. So it sounds like what you're saying is we teach nurses clinical ethics, but not necessarily moral ethics. Absolutely. So then to fill this gap, you piloted the Ethical Lens Inventory with 30 nurse leaders. So tell us, what is the Ethical Lens Inventory? Sure. The Ethical Lens Inventory, that's an assessment tool that helps one understand the values that guide his or her decision-making, and most importantly, how we as individuals prioritize these values. Leaders who undergo this particular assessment are often able to more accurately identify their ethical lens and how to effectively use it with the teams they lead on a day-to-day basis. The ultimate goal of the Ethical Lens Inventory is to stimulate ethical self-reflection and provide a decision model for future ethical situations. The Ethical Lens Inventory has also been used in ethics education as a tool for both professional curriculums and continued educational context. So this is really important for self-development and self-awareness because you said they identify their ethical lens, right? So they really learn something about themselves, and then they're able to translate that to the teams they lead. Is that right? That's absolutely right. You're spot on. We ask all of the nurse managers at our facility to participate in the program. All of them agreed to do so. Before an inpatient discussion or lecture, each nurse manager was sent this inventory to take privately and complete the assessment. As part of the assessment, 
participants were also provided with a pretest to assess their comfortability in identifying ethical issues, frequency, and assessing ethics resources within the system, and also asked to identify their ethical lens before even taking the inventory, whether they could identify their blind spots in moral decision-making is really what we were looking for. Over 50% of the participants also attended a two-hour didactic session that provided an overview of the ethical lens inventory results the components to ethical leadership, moral decision-making, and potential blind spots. Following the didactic, though, participants were giving a post-evaluation to determine levels of comfortability in identifying and addressing moral issues. Stuart, this sounds like a great program and really important as well. So let me ask you this. After these nurse leaders go through this self-assessment, so far, what have been the results? Interestingly enough, we found that the majority of nurse leaders did not correctly identify their ethical perspective or their ethical biases. Interestingly, because we often think we know how we approach problems, but when we're tested and measured on how we do it, we find that what we thought to be true may not actually be. It's also extremely important because the lens by which we look at the world and address our moral issues impacts how the features we will see as morally silent and what biases we may have in resolving them. The reported comfortability in identifying ethical dilemmas rose in our research from 3.71 to 4.0, while the reported comfortability in addressing ethical dilemmas dropped from 3.82 to 3.54. While statistical significance could not be analyzed given the small sample size and also given the variation in the data, the exploratory nature of this study intended to highlight potential trends. And what is particularly interesting is that from our perspective, once we made nurse leaders aware of their lens and biases, their comfortability in addressing issues went down. We think this is due to an overconfidence that generally all of us have in addressing moral matters. We also completed qualitative interviews with the participants. Due to the novelty of the study's educational intervention, we collected and analyzed qualitative data using a grounded theory approach. During interviews, we were looking for potential factors that contribute to the participants' ethical approaches and the perceived impacts of the study. Three themes emerged from those interviews. One, theory and language for reflection, organizational support, and parallel methods of ethical development. The one that really stood out for us was theory and language for reflection. So, Stuart, I love how deep you're digging into this. Go ahead and wrap this up for us and give us the final word on developing nurse leaders' moral muscle through ethical self-assessment. I would encourage nurse leaders to find a tool to begin the conversation, tap into ethics resources to help them implement it, and watch their nurse leaders flourish at a higher level of ethical decision-making. After all, our goal is to help develop nurse leaders to the point that his or her judgment on ethics has come to be trusted by a specific community and of utmost importance is expressed in some way that makes it possible for others to mimic or represent that judgment. Developing Nurse Leaders Moral Muscle Through Ethical Self-Assessment. Stuart, this is fascinating. Thank you so much for your time and talking to us about this today. Thank you again. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. That's Stuart Downs, and for more information, please visit AONL.org. And if you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels and check out the full podcast library for topics of interest to you. This is Today in Nursing Leadership. Thanks for listening.